Cyrus beats down to nothing, take one. Roll sound, boys. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the episode of The Life of Pi with me, your host, P. Young. Tonight, I have two special guests, two returning guests, Mr. Burke and the Commissioner Will. But tonight will be a little bit different. Burke will be taking the lead on this one. He's going to tie in some uh, interesting alien facts into movies. And uh, Burke and Will, you guys say hi real quick, and then Burke, you can take it away. Howdy doody. What's good? How's it going, everybody? Commission's here. <laughs> All right. So you want me to just jump in here and talk yeah. about what I want to talk about? Yeah. All right, cool. Go so, for it, man. Uh, a couple weeks ago, there was a congressional testimony on aliens, and I thought it would be fun uh, to look at aliens in movies for a podcast. And then I went down a little research rabbit hole and lost my damn mind, and I need to record something with people just to get it out. Uh, so uh, I think the fun way to introduce aliens in, re- in the real world is just talk historically. So like seven years after the first camera was ever built, 1902, a French guy makes his first alien movie a trip to the moon they get launched out of a cannon it's an old black and white movie if you've never seen it they were sorted in 2011 it's hilarious because it's like no sound and they're just running back and forth and they encounter aliens and all that sort of stuff so it's been 121 years since we've had our first alien movie and now we've got congress saying aliens are real this whole time so let's get into uh three we're going to talk about what they covered in the congressional hearing And then I got three sets of historical facts, all things you can look up on Wikipedia. If I have conjecture conjecture or a conspiracy twist, I'll state it. But otherwise, everything I say here, you can look up on your own. How about that? Sounds good, man. That works. Awesome. So I'm going to run down some information, especially in this hearing. And you guys, as you're hearing it, you go, oh, well, that was a plot point in this movie or that movie or that movie. Because I'm going to be talking about real-world facts, and you're going to be the laziest screenwriters on the planet. Uh, (laughs) All right, so facts. July 26, 2023, Bipartisan House Subcommittee holds a hearing on national security, government transparency on unidentified phenomena. They got three guys who are two are military people who've been up there seeing spacecraft. They've been hushed. And the third guy is in charge of like collecting the information for the Pentagon and they all testified and it was like three hours. Check it out on YouTube. It's crazy. I got some of the facts that they had stated. Uh, We have recovered crafts. We've recovered non-human entities. There's witnesses of alien crafts doing incredible things. And every time one of these pilots goes to talk about it, uh, their lives are threatened and stuff like that. These guys said that all three of them, their lives were threatened for testifying before Congress. They're stating facts like crafts have jammed the technology of our ships, so they're unable to record and detect these spacecrafts. They dive into water at crazy speeds, and they have advanced technology uh, that we've been using to, with defense contractors to research and use their own technology. So are you referring to the Tic Tac video? That's a small piece of it. Okay. It's I think the Tic Tac is a term that the military guys use when they see one because they don't want it to get pinged by the higher-ups. Gotcha. Because I've seen that video and then all the 
the Bob Lazar stuff. That's a whole other rabbit hole we can go down sometime. <laughs> right. But when they call them Tic Tacs, I think is because the state, the, the stats they were throwing out there is that 95% of Air Force pilots don't report what they see because they get repercussions. And commercial airline pilots who discuss what they see receive cease and desist letters from their own airline company. So it is very much, if you see something, do not talk about it. Seems uh, and that then, they tie it to the mental health argument here to, uh, you know, you need to be fit in order to fly. So yeah. it seems they weaponize that to keep everybody uh, quiet. So they talk a lot about all those items, but the focus of the Congress people up there was like, wait a second, where are they getting the money to do this research? Because Congress doesn't get a shit unless they're getting paid for stuff. Yeah. So they're trying to find where this stuff is. And he goes, I'll tell you in secret. Uh, but one of the cool stories they talk about is how at the Vandenberg Air Force Base, there was a football size, a football field sized craft appeared above the base and shot out smaller vessels that were brightly lit that flew overhead of the base around everyone at the base saw it they went back into the ship and the ship left but football field size was that one football field size wow so not some small crafts and maneuverable thing that they passed yeah and this is a fun one the last piece until we'll get to the three things i want to talk about here is the week before now this is bipartisan i mean aoc is up there asking questions all the like the figureheads in the house are are asking questions to this guy. The week before this testimony, Senate Majority uh, Leader Chuck Schumer, like the big dog for the Democrats in the Senate, introduced a bill with a bunch of bipartisan senators saying that if there's any technology that government private contractors secretly possess that used UFO, biological, living or deceased, non-human intelligence and created other technology based on that, it is the property of the U.S. government. <laughs> of course it is. They're doing something. There's some intelligence that the big dog in, in Congress, in the Senate, Schumer, said, oh, hold on, maybe uh, these defense contractors are also secretly developing this stuff, like Cyberdyne. Okay, have have you seen? Um, I, this is might be kind of on your on the same topic. I saw on Twitter the other day someone zoomed in to Area Fifty One, and there's an outline of a jet that we don't know what it is, but it's invisible. It's just so you can see like the shape of the jet, almost like it's camouflaged, and it's the exact size of a jet that will go into a specific hangar. That and there's another one sitting outside of this hangar on Area Fifty One, but the other one. Is camouflaged, so it's like what? What kind? Where are they getting this technology to camouflage jets now? So they've been talking about using. Uh, so I want to say, I think it was ten or fifteen years ago, taking LCD sc- screens and actually just making it almost like wallpaper, wrapping objects and having cameras project what's behind the object to the front. But I mean, that, that I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen or heard of anything remotely to that, you know, point. But again, 
you know, we're, we're not held to that information, but I, I, I would say it would be kind of, um, shall I say dumb to keep conducting that type of business at area 51, you know, that's been, yeah. that's been in, in popular movies, shows, uh, you know, conspiracy theorists like I'm centered around that. If, if, you know, if I was in a position of power, I, I'd be like, oh yeah, that area 51, you know, keep the, keep the light shining on it, but just do everything, you know, in some base in Idaho, you know, that, that, that would make a little bit more sense from a tactical point. And then, of course, you had the you had the storm to Area Fifty One thing. That oh was yeah, funny. That, that, <laughs> guys are running like Naturo, Naruto. Yeah, that video is so funny. I was like, that guy be the first one shot. Yeah. All right. So you're talking about Roswell. Let's talk about Roswell. That's going to be the first one I talk about. Okay? All right, let's do it. So here, here are facts. Okay, something happened in 1947 near Roswell, New Mexico. Everyone, there's like eyewitness testimonies and stuff like that. I'm not getting into conjecture on what happened there. Several days later, the U.S. Army releases a press release stating that they recovered a crashed flying disc and its occupants. It was the front page article, uh, 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 story in the newspaper there and spread like wildfire. The next day... They issued a correction that it was simply a weather balloon, and this time they had a different. They had a photo of just a box of garbage. Yeah. So there's pictures <laughs> of this newspaper that. So like they were like, "Hey, we got a disc. We got something." Uh, later that year, in 1947, the U.S. government at the Pentagon opened Project Blue Book. It was supposed to be a way for all these people who had been seeing something to report them to the U.S. government. So if you saw a UFO, there was a phone number and a place for you to write a letter. So it was supposed to be like, we want to know what uh, you're seeing. Is there a way for me to drop a link? In here, I have, I'll be honest, I have no idea in, okay. inside of Zoom. Here. You should be uh, able to share don't, your screen. Don't open it yet. Don't open it yet. I'll oh, just there you go. Open it. Okay. 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 So that happens in 1947. These are, these are just facts. In 1952, uh, something happens at the White House. Uh, some sort of reports say fireball spacecraft are reported at the White House in Congress and they call Andrews Air Force Base in. Jets are scrambled. But by the time the jets arrive, these fireball lights that had landed at the White House vanished. So give me any movie where this happens. Independence Day. Independence Day. Mars Attacks. I, I was thinking more like the day the Earth stood no. still when the ship just lands in the White House. See, I'm thinking more Men in Black here because oh. they had they had the initial greeting that started the you know connection, but sure. they kept it all under lock and key. Do you ever but think that may- that movie focused more on galactic economy and whatnot? So, and. Do you- do you ever think that maybe think like that. do you ever think that maybe like the movies we're seeing is them just like kind of like rubbing our face in it? like this is what's really going on, but we're just gonna put it in movie form so it's so ridiculous that. you won't believe it. 
I'm gonna get into that right now. I think okay. they're like so. Wait, are we getting so into when it happens, like mimics art that or nice. art? So, so they're like, just no, to be, we're not. Just even. to clarify, are we saying life mimics art, or art is mimicking life in this? It's sense? all propaganda. It's all propaganda. Yeah. Okay. All right. So later that year, in 1952, uh, General Samford held a giant press conference, and I've sent you the link to uh, I think a minute of the press conference if you want to click that. But basically, he says, and you'll see here that some UFO sightings are real and credible. Can you open that up? Are you able to see it if we click it? Uh, would you mind sharing it again? Be Is there a way for me to click it? Say so it's opening on my end. If you, if you send it again, it should pop up on my screen. Should uh hmm. There's no way for me to play it for everybody. I have no idea, man. <laughs> I said, if I open it up. Is there a way for me to say like share screen? If anything, I could even just share it on like the Instagram feed as well. Sure. I mean, sure, I, can, I, I can do it that way and just probably keep it simple. All right. But it's a press conference where the guy says thousands and thousands of information uh, of things have come in. And some of them are insane, and some of them are proven to be other things, weather balloons or other spacecraft, or we've identified them as, you know, our test experiments. However, there is a significant portion of these which have to be further investigated because they are of extraterrestrial or whatever language he uses. That's some old footage. Too. So he has a press conference in 1952, just after they land in the White House, and he basically says, "Yeah, there's there's aliens," and they're like, "They were here, but then they went away." I don't know. Uh, is Will around? Because we're going to get to his favorite thing. 1955, President Eisenhower adds a stretch of Roswell, New Mexico, known as Area 51 to the nearby base as a nuclear testing facility, which classifies it as totally off-limits to civilians. However, uh, the government and CIA deny the base exists for decades, and they only publicly acknowledge that there is any base at Area 51 in 2013 after they fumbled a FOIA request denial. So they were on the way to saying no when they released the wrong document. And then they were like, yeah, yeah, there's like a base there, but it's like not a big thing. But everybody no, knew it was built, there, though. <laughs> it's it's built there, but they denied its existence entirely until they had a bureaucratic failure. And they screwed up some paperwork. And they're like, ah, there's something over there. Now, what Will was talking about, how, why don't you just do it somewhere else? It's because they're supposedly, and this is the conjecture, that it's built directly next to Groom Dry Lake, this immensely deep lake. And they've built the structure in the stone, like really deep. And that's where the safety of the structures are. So they have easy access to water and it's really deep. And and the stone there is probably really hard to... uh, Is there a history of mining equipment out there? Any... Old no, it's shafts. Any anything that they could have utilized? Because I mean, sure, there's tons of caves. Moving that amount of earth is like not not an easy task. 
Right. It's three hours from Los Alamos okay. where they did the nuclear facility testing. So you've got the personnel already nearby and they just probably yeah. used the site. But there was something in you know the area that uh, eight years after the Roswell crash, uh, they identified it as the best location for a base right next to this le- this uh, really deep lake. So, so tying in the popular, um, you know, moviegoers right now with Oppenheimer, um, I, I don't recall the date of the testing here, but was the potential visit at Roswell, did that coincide soon after the testing of atomic weaponry? So um, there's been sightings for a long time. Was it here that they... Uh, for some reason, we're looking into it. The conjecture is the U.S. government was looking for a way to take them down. Being near Los Alamos might have been where they researched the weapon that was finally able to shoot one down. So being near the smartest people for the last 10 years, by the time you get to 1947, they create the weapon. They go, let's just build this site. There's nobody out here. Let's shoot one down and see what happens. So again, so, that's conspiracy theory stuff. So, Bert, do, I take it you know about like the secret like planes that take t- people to and from Area Fifty One. Yeah, the the fact that there's an immense amount of government contractors and like third party defense contractors at the site makes me very suspicious. Like they have their own airport. These people show up to work get on a plane with blacked out windows an unmarked plane. It takes off and no one actually sees where the plane lands at. And then the people get off the plane, apparently go to work and then fly back to this airport. That's top secret. Of course, at the end of the day, it's like, where does this plane land? And we just don't see it. That's what I want to know. Yeah. So there's been uh, other whistleblowers. People come out saying the stuff that they test, down there uh, are like crazy robot suits. Uh, I've, I've heard people talk about how this one giant robot suit has this like uh, club thing that can like cut a car in half with immense force and stuff like that. Like like the stuff you'd imagine you'd be testing if you had you know the technology. And the reason we don't see a lot of the technology, the reason it trickles in the five G stuff. I mean, how long have we had cell phones and we're all on wireless communicating like this. We could have been doing this 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, with all this technology we have. But I I mean, unless we're in a war when we would need to reveal that we have laser guns, I think they're just going to remain a secret from all of us for a while. Uh, I mean, I I'm, one I'm looking... More. I'm sorry, go ahead. I have one more on why this is all secret from us. And this is an important one, and it's worth looking up. Uh, In 1960, the Brookings Institute published a report on behalf of NASA known commonly as the Brookings Report, but its official title is The Proposed Studies on the Implications of Peaceful Space Activities for Human Affairs. It's a big report. It talks about a lot of different things. But the one portion that is of interest about aliens is that they say if the common man finds out about aliens and advanced extraterrestrials, Society here on Earth just stops, totally ceases to exist. People don't go to work. They expect this to be some savior from above. 
You don't get the people who kind of make the cogs of our reality, you know, happen. Uh, so they say that there's not going to be mass hysteria and panic. It's just people who work at our fast foods and take out our trash. Just don't go to work anymore. Don't participate in society, society and everything fails. Uh, and it clearly states that if extraterrestrials are found, if extraterrestrial life is found, our leaders should work to actively keep it a secret. Presented to Congress in 1961, all the newspapers ran, uh, especially about this part, uh, and they say that's a big portion of some of the secrecy of what they did when they went to the moon. So the the full so I mean the the conjecture taken to I guess uh, um, I'm just going to be direct with this any religious upheaval because if if you think about a lot of monotheistic religions currently out there and established all right it's 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 focusing on you know we're we're the center of attention so give me a movie give me a movie oh oh, okay (laughs) give 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 you a movie about that i mean my favorite my favorite is spoiler alert knowing Nicholas Cage classic based on a oh my, Philip K. Dick s- short story. I've never oh, seen I that. I totally one. forgot about that movie. <gasps> I've never Great seen that movie. I've never oh, seen because it, it looks so the, bad. It, 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 it was not his best acting role. I'll tell you that. It, much. It's, no, it's Philip K. Dick. It's it's absolutely fantastic. If you haven't seen the other one, um, it's the one where he can see into the future, but just like a little bit. It's based on a totally what? weird, different. Uh, Short Wait, story called the Golden Man. That is no, that's, no. That's that's knowing. But I know the, the one where one his kid about. sees the future. His Sid, his kid's a weirdo. No, it's it's him. It's him that sees the future. No, he's well, like a magician or something. There's another one with Nicolas Cage where his kid is a weirdo and keeps writing numbers when they get scared. And he's looking yeah, at it's, the- it's 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 like contact, but it's not contact. Um, it's great. Movie. That's that's a good one. Put it in the other. Yeah. Contact, yeah. sure. So, they ridicule her in front of Congress, just like what we saw today, uh, the last uh, congressional mm-hmm. hearing. So back to your point about like society shutting down, that literally is what kind of happens in like Independence Day. Like everyone just like yeah. ab- abandons their posts at work and they Go run to the, the type of, uh, the, uh, yeah, the, the sign that the strippers leave and she <laughs> runs up. They're just like, welcome. And like well, everyone that's, in that's the like if ships show up over my house, yeah. I'm also going to yeah. run. I mean, it doesn't matter what it yeah, is. It's just like if it's Russian ships showed up over my house, <laughs> and I also uh, to a non-populated area. <laughs> I just uh, with the, the moon biggest... landing. I like uh, I like Dark Side of the Moon, Transformers. In the beginning of the movie, oh, they talk quickly about like this sort of stuff. There's an executive order. We don't tell them if we find something, and then they find something, right? It also oh, reminds yeah, the, the lost footage, you know. The, yeah, in the beginning, I love that part. Yeah. It also reminds me of the very beginning of Independence Day, where like yeah, they should remember it shows like the fo- the opening shot is like the footprint, and it starts shaking, and it shows like the ship coming in, and the guy hears it. He hears the signal, and everyone's like, "That's not real." There's there's something in the air, whatever, and it's just like, guess what? It's too late. They're here. Mm. There's also I mean, a battle, battleship. Even I, I there's always just someone scared. at a computer going, "Yeah, they're here." But then again, you yeah. can say that so, there's always a scientist who sees it that no one believes in 
just about every uh, world-ending movie. All this. Or what about Moonfall, where the hollow hollow moon theory, where there's like the aliens inside the moon. Oh, sorry, spoilers. See, I I take it. I take it. We have spoiler alert on this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's, I haven't seen it. It's too long to to recommend, but it is a goofy movie. I watched it in like five sittings. All right, so, so you guys got more because I got a, I got a whole other group of stuff to talk about. Uh, so are, are, are about... we are we saying where are we in terms of you know art? Yeah, real life intersecting right now. Cause... I mean, that's the I, I basically laid the basis. Like every yeah. alien movie has these real life things that happen. There's always a secret society of government officials who are really doing it. I mean that's yeah it's literally yeah. every single alien movie like even like like Battle of Los Angeles is another good one like because that oh, was like an, a, an apparent alien sighting too like the original of that movie like I, yeah. it's really good but like the original story of the Battle of Los Angeles how they were shooting stuff in the sky but they didn't know what it was that was supposed to be like a whole alien thing back in what, like the sixties I think or seventies I don't remember but then Wait, they turned what into... about I'm oh, sorry Go no on. no no you're good you're good. No, I was just gonna say, uh, you you got me thinking with that, and uh, District Nine comes up to play here. Mm. You know the the how would we all react, and you know what would we do at this point in time? You know, coming up with a unified response, I could see that being a huge issue. I mean, that's a geopolitical yeah. issue right there. Yeah. Oh, hey, we have I, nine I got, minutes left one. in the session. How long? <laughs> <No>. Nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we'll, we'll stop and jump into another bit. But yeah, yeah, real, yeah. to wrap this one up, uh, I touched on that government project uh, that was supposed to be where you, you know, report your findings when you see something mm-hmm. called Project Blue Book. Uh, and historically, it's been known as to be incredibly inept. And they just basically, yeah, you didn't, you didn't really see anything. It was swamp gas. It was all this other stuff. Basically, their job was to come up with excuses on why you didn't see aliens. Now, yeah, they made a show out of hearings. <laughs> uh, well, it's basically like if the X-Files were shitty at their job. Yeah, uh, that's essentially what it is. Wait, 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 which sounds more like government than anything. <laughs> what they talk about in this congressional hearing is there was supposed to be a couple of years ago some new like X-Files office that's supposed to investigate this stuff. I think it's called Project Arrow or something like that. And it's so inept they have a Twitter account that has re- it was tweeted one time to acknowledge his existence that it was founded, has never tweeted again, has no phone number, has no email address, has no website, has no way of like ever you know anyone reaching it. There's no assigned personnel, so it's basically like the government's like, oh yeah, we'll look into aliens, and they're like, yeah, we we know about aliens, we don't need to hire anyone to go run a Twitter account about the fact that we oh we're looking into it guys you betcha but I mean you do Wait, know what, what is it what is its response been to the congressional hearings is, is it been active at all is it pointing any attention to it or is I, it just like standardized it. responses saying like hey you know let us know what's going on <laughs> you know? cool hearings dude no I, mean, I, I you, I you do know who, you do know who's running that page right is it you? Are you it's, running that page? It's David Duchovny. <laughs> no, because David Duchovny would be tweeting. My God, can you imagine if Duchovny 
was running yeah. that. Mulder had a Twitter. Oh account? my god! Yeah, <laughs> that oh would be. Burke, what's this thing called again? I think it was Project Arrow. Project Arrow. Okay. I got Project Burning Man. <laughs> How the Pentagon yeah, not, started not taking right UFOs thing. seriously. Yeah, go to a different the space. New Yorker article. Oh, here we go. This might be it. Nope, that's that. Nope, that's not it. That's not something that's even remotely close to that. Hmm. Air, mm, airborne object. Okay, that took me to a suicide page. Okay, that's oh, not wow. it. Okay. Yeah, it was like a, it, it was like a su- Google searching it, skills like that. It, it was a suicide helpline thingy. I don't know. I typed in the Arrow Project on Twitter. I mean, I, I, I guess we're we could talk about Jim Jones uh, and uh, all that stuff. Why? What? <laughs> no, anyways, uh, yeah, sorry, anyways, the, the cult stuff. The, or sorry, not Jim Jones. I, uh, I know. The ones that Jonestown. wanted to catch the meteor, or not the meteor, the comet, the Hill Bop one. That's not Jonestown. No, that's, that's not Jonestown. I, I, I missed the, the So is that. Arrow yeah. spelled? Is it A E R O A R R O W? Like a, I don't know, but I think Will, I think you're wait, thinking air, of like Heaven's Gate. No, Heaven's like Gate when everyone A-E-R-O. took the R O. That would make sense. Heaven's Gate, Will. Oh, yeah, that's Gate, that's some that's... that's some freaky stuff right there. Yeah. yeah. Um. It, all right. So I guess we get that's a good place to stop because I got I got two more. How long we got? Maybe I can run one more. Five and a half minutes. Five and a half minutes. All right, I got this in me. All right, so we were talking about uh, world end of the world movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, looking around it today, where there is wildfires burning on a lot of continents, uh, we're not doing a whole lot, it seems, to stop, um, you know, the Canada from Climate. burning to the ground. Uh, but the government did just announce. A new project uh, that is going to build two regional direct air capture hubs, the U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm told reporters. That means they're going to link together and capture CO2, process it to deep underground storage, all in one seamless process. They're going to build two facilities, one in Houston, one in Louisiana, that is going to suck CO2 out of the air. Um, my conjecture is the funniest uh, gimmick in any movie, mostly James Bond movies, when there's an evil earth-destroying uh, machine, he just has to get in there and hit the reverse button, right? Yeah. So if the, <laughs> if the aliens are working... Or the to, off button. <laughs> they're working to burn down trees and create uh, and the Kuwait's burning all these tires to increase the temperature on the planet Earth. Uh, have different CO2 levels in the air, probably to make them breathe better. They're Wait, are you us- talking about terraforming the planet here? I'm talking about terraforming the planet. We're going to build our <laughs> own doom machines. The U.S. government announced these this project. I just shared the CNN article from uh, five days ago. Direct air capture funded by the Biden administration. I think it says one point so, two billion dollars. Was it contact that they set the plans and they built the ship? Yes. 
Okay, so we're basically doing contact is what you're saying. No, dude. We got some plans. We're building something. We're doing V. The aliens came and they smiled and waved and we got in line and then they were eating us. Okay, so just going back to to a classic um, uh, Twilight Zone episode where the the aliens visit and they they have been sending this message and you know some people get down the plane and they're flying off and the the scientist finally decodes the message and runs out after him yelling it's a cookbook it's a cookbook <laughs> is that what you is that what you're exactly. saying is happening here i mean i mean look at it extinction all these other things they're, yeah. They come to change the world. I mean, Man of Steel, Zod comes to change the planet with terraforming devices. But it's kind of funny that while we have these massive wildfires burning, which we're not doing anything about, if the U.S. military wanted to stop wildfires, they would do it. It's right next door. We're not I doing mean, anything. We do have that naval base right there. I, I have questioned why that naval has base, not been. It, they're complaining that it's hard to stop the spread of the wildfires. Because, you know, it's just, it's hard to get to. Just put some bombs in the right spots and they're going to stop going. If we really wanted to stop the entirety of Canada from burning down, I mean, it's smarter oh, to do than put a nuke in a hurricane. <laughs> okay, going Sharknado on this. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not Sharknado. That's an actual thing the president said. No, they do that in Sharknado. They, they, there's, yeah. like, oh, there's, no. there's, a, there's a nuclear NATO. Yeah, like number a, a six. nuclear sharknado. A nuclear sharknado. Oh, and there's a lava one. Oh, damn. Is it, is it like a whole movie based on lava and sharknado? Burke, you just have to watch them. Kind of. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Oh, as I, soon as Nolan gets old enough nothing. to like be a fan of sharks, I think we'll just go down that rabbit hole and have my wife. Oh, just, just go down to the sea list. Yeah. <laughs> so much All good right. shit. Uh, I got I got one big one left. Yeah. So let's pause there because we got like a minute. So I don't want to get you yeah. cut off in mid sentence. Yeah. So so we'll pause there and then I'll see a mind pause.